smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast investments in startups have long been reserved for venture capitalists or angel investors with deep pockets however that's not the case any longer as several crowdfunding sites and digital platforms have made it possible for retail investors also to participate in the growth story of startups in india two digital platforms tike and grip offer this alternative investment option to retail investors both these platforms list startups that are looking to raise funds and provide information on the company in the form of their pitch deck founding team existing investors deal terms etc on tike once you've shortlisted the company that you want to invest in and have made the payment the collected investment goes to an escrow account which is authorized by a sebi registered debenture trustee once the entire amount is raised and the deal is complete the money gets transferred to the startup anyone can invest through tike and the investment starts with as little as rupees 5000 and there is no upper limit now in return of the investment that you make for smaller amounts of up to rupees 50000 you will get community stock option pool or csop csops are essentially phantom stocks or financial contracts which have the same financial rights as equity shares but they don't influence the cap table and they don't come with voting rights in the company for higher investment ticket size of over rupees 50000 In most cases investors are allocated compulsory convertible debentures or CCDs. CCDs are bonds that are converted into equity when the company either goes for an IPO or acquisition. Now let's talk about Grip. Eligibility criteria for investing through Grip are slightly more stringent. It requires a minimum investment of rupees 2 lakh, opens opportunities only to accredited investors as defined by SEBI, and retail investors cannot invest directly and instead have to invest through a sebi registered alternative investment fund since an aif is the transaction vehicle here there are certain important points that investor should know one the investor will have to commit rupees 25 lakh over the next 5 years from the date of the first investment made in the startup the amount is committed to the various schemes that are launched by the aif and failing to make this contribution can lead to the units held by the investor getting forfeited or suspension of the right of the investors to receive distributions with respect to the units held two the shares equivalent to the total amount invested by all retail investors are allocated to the aif which then in turn allocates partial units to each retail investor third the exit decision in the form of selling the units to other investors lies solely with the investment manager in the aif and individual investors will have no role to play in it Now to talk about the exit options available to retail investors they are in the form of mergers and acquisitions initial public offerings and secondary sales Hello everyone and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money I am Shipra from Mint's personal finance team In today's episode I will tell you how retail investors can invest in startups Hi welcome to Why Not Mint Money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth So let's get started on your money journey. So Ram let's begin with you explaining to our listeners uh, how is startup equity investing as an alternative investment product. Yeah startup investing is getting into unlisted companies which are still very small and not really grown very very big. So what I mean is that as a retail investor you have an option to invest in publicly listed companies like your TCS and Infosys and Bajaj Finance etc 
you can invest a small amounts you can invest through mutual fund or in direct equity uh, you can also invest in companies which are not yet listed so naturally uh, the risk tends to be high uh, and uh, the ticket sizes also typically if you go through what is called the alternate investment fund route the aaf route the ticket sizes tend to be very high about a crore plus uh, the reason is sebi the regulator wants the buyer to be beware so the prescribed vehicle for startup investing is a category 3 aaf and uh, that is one um, a vehicle in which people can invest uh, accredited investors can also invest there are no such limits for accredited investors they can invest smaller amounts as well um, you can also without going through a platform directly invest in the startup equity where there is no advisor involved so there are other platforms available uh, uh, wherein uh, small investors pool in money uh, and uh, you know the money gets pooled somebody does the due diligence there are many angel networks which uh, which which facilitate these investments and the money goes in there are experts to do some due diligence and uh, the money goes to the startup you get uh, shares and then if you're lucky and the company goes big then you make uh, what are the kind of risks do you think that this uh, you know this investment vehicle in, entails the risk of any investment is not just um, you know about getting a good return on the capital the biggest risk is not getting the capital return in the first place so return of capital is the biggest risk here and uh, that is the reason why as a registered investment advisor i typically uh, am very cautious about um, suggesting people to invest in startups or for that matter even ipos um just last month i had advised people to be really really cautious about the lic ipo uh not just saying that i told you so but in general um in a listed company the retail investor benefits from phenomenal amount of scrutiny that happens on the balance sheet and pnl of the company the company would have answered several investor uh, analyst calls divulged a lot of information Uh, so the investor community by and large is able to price all that information in and moreover also figure out if the management is trustworthy what happens with an ipo is that uh, this information is not fully public yet and that's the reason why you see that majority of ipos do not really generate wealth for the retail investor extending this logic in the case of a startup this risk is even higher it is a well known fact that 95% of startups fail because they would have not reached product market fit they would not have the right leadership they would not have the right team in place they would have you know arrived at the market sooner or they would have arrived at the market later um, so there are uh, a zillion risks that a startup faces on a day to day basis and uh, Uh, there is a term in startups called default alive and default dead uh, what i mean is that uh, a default dead startup is one where it's not able to pay salaries and pay its suppliers if it is not funded as on that date and and many retail investors do not know the difference between these two and in today's environment when equity markets are crashing world over 
the the risk that a default dead startup has is very high because if the investor doesn't put in money uh, the startup collapses well known brands uh, you know like paytm zomato uh, which are burning cash can be uh, one can say that they are not default alive a default alive startup on the other hand is one where the cash flows are happening yes the company may not be tremendously profitable but at least it is not dependent on external forces for its life oxygen so a retail investor has to be smart enough to differentiate between what is a default debt startup what is a default alive startup and understand the business model understand the risks involved um, figure out who the promoters are are they trustworthy or are they fly night fly by night operators uh, I, I, this is the reason why um, uh, i am very cautious about uh, uh, startup investing i'm not saying one should not do it uh, in my uh, after my corporate career i did go to a lot of angel um, investing forums uh really looked uh, looked at a lot of passionate entrepreneurs but for me personally i felt that i am more comfortable if i put my own money in my own startup so therefore i started my own startup to to enjoy the startup culture um but this doesn't see to each uh, person there is a their own personal this don't their, their own personalized style of investment so a retail investor should be cautious because of the lack of transparency lack of information lack of regulatory surveillance on this and uh, and and be really really cautious and invest as much money as they're willing to lose when they when it comes to startup investing that's right so keeping these risks in mind uh, what do you think is the appropriate amount to start with for a first time investor yeah that's a good question uh like i mean my last sentence in the to the earlier question was invest as much as you are willing to lose uh, for gold uh, um, but obviously the answer depends on what is the portfolio of the investor if somebody has let's say 10 crores then maybe they can put 10 lakhs or 20 lakhs or 50 lakhs on on startups because that is less than 5% of their net worth so depending on the uh, risk profile of the investor and uh, uh, and risk profile typically means two things appetite for risk and tolerance for risk so if they cannot tolerate a, a minor loss in their portfolio they should never get into startup investing but if they are uh, risk tolerant uh, and also have a good appetite they can go for startup investing and uh, see moreover it's a reflection of their personality if they are very very keen on what are the trends happening in the marketplace and uh, they want to bet on those trends and and uh, achieve much higher returns than what uh, an index fund returns for example an index fund in the long run you know it gives you let's say 12 to 15% per annum uh, a good equity portfolio may give you 18 to 20% per annum uh, and if a startup promises a portfolio of startups promises 25 to 30% and that's in line with their risk appetite uh they can they can go for it but i would always strongly recommend that they take professional advice on their risk appetite and uh, uh make sure that they are financially strong they have cash flows uh, and not just you know go with a risk it all kind of an approach 
is it better to make one big investment in one startup or several small investments in a few different companies makes more sense given the nature of the high risk investment in startups diversification is a great mitigation for the risk involved so i would strongly suggest that a retail investor looks at minimum 5 to 10 startups and spreads their risk they do not put all their eggs in one basket and uh, so that even if three startups fail uh, and one startup is is a uh, you know is is stagnating and and the fifth one really takes off that could actually uh, you know make up for the others and that's how the law of numbers work that's exactly how venture capitalists also invest in multiple companies so a retail investor the challenge is that if they have a smaller amount uh, you know the diversification may not happen because the ticket sizes could become really small so they'll have to look at what is the minimum ticket size possible in the startup and uh, you know whether they can spread their risks across you know four or five not only companies but ideally sectors also uh, you know for example electric vehicles is a is a great trend and lot of capital is going there but is the sector really profitable um, you know people are rushing into the whole battery technology but three four years later will hydrogen be the disruptor for that we don't know so therefore a retail investor you know staking it all on the ev sector is definitely not recommended okay um, with an ev one company is definitely not recommended so they could probably you know instead of looking at ev look at maybe clean energy as a broader sector if they're passionate about it and maybe spread their money across one ev company one waste management company one water management company one solar uh, infrastructure kind of company to mitigate their risk and spread it across uh, multiple sectors um, and i mean this is just one sector within that i'm giving you sub sectors as an example but you know one could uh, you know uh, extend it further and look at uncorrelated sectors also uh, in order to spread their risk naturally the ticket size they have the quantum of money they they can invest in which is in relation to their overall net worth and their risk profile all come into play which sometimes they may not be able to judge on their own so it it always uh, helps to take professional advice of a savvy registered investment advisor and uh, then based on that uh you know figure out how they want to play this game that's right so that brings us to the last question of our podcast today uh what are the key things that you know you would suggest an investor should keep in mind if they are opting for this alternative investment product yeah first and foremost is uh understand themselves uh so i'll repeat again understand their own risk appetite risk profile network ability to you know play this game how much they want to invest second is understand the sector in which they want to invest and and really uh, get a real assessment read up as much as they can on that particular sector we talked about ev as one example uh, it could be uh, a different sector like a vertical e-commerce or it could be you know medicine retailing it could be sweet shops it could be whatever is the sector get deep into it understand third is understand the company a lot if they are going through a startup platform look look for as much information as possible um and here's where as a 
as an advisor i have a challenge shipra uh, which is i always insist that a company makes at least 3 years of profits you know not just the regulatory thing but when i see earnings in a company grow uh, i get excited unfortunately many startups uh, earnings may not be there they may be loss making so that's where the investor has to make a judgment call and say whether they're okay with these losses whether the losses are reducing and uh, 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 you know look at the hard numbers yes there may be losses in the initial years but are the customer uh, numbers growing what is the month on month customer growth what is the uh, market penetration that they are having how is the sector growing analyze all these numbers and last but not the least is understand who the promoters are in those companies what is their track record what do their peers talk about them are they people who you can trust with your money uh and uh, you know because the biggest risk in any investing not just startup investing or public market investing is that of corporate governance and uh, one has to take a call on uh, you know who who these promoters are uh, what have they been, what has been their past professional track record have they executed executed well so almost when you look at all these parameters it's like you're playing a mini venture capitalist role yourself uh, in many cases VCs would have already invested in these startups. That doesn't mean that the retail investor closes her eyes and blindly invests in them. Because please realize that VCs also have targets, and and the VC model is uh, imposing on a startup. So they will insist on some numbers, and if the numbers are not met, uh, the startup could actually run down to death. Uh, and uh, uh, but the vc might be okay with it because in their portfolio of 20 companies even if two make it big they are fine uh, also vcs typically have uh, it has been observed that they there is a lot of fomo involved fomo stands for fear of missing out so just because five vcs they have invested doesn't mean that it's a great investment need not mean that it's a great investment the first one would have been the lead investor and the others would have just blindly followed him so you exercise your own judgment understand your own your own risk appetite understand the company the sector figure out how, how much you can about the numbers and finally understand who the promoters are and use this five point checklist to um, make your startup investing a journey that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sarot and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.